And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week we're doing Insurgent. Yeah. And very little else, oddly enough. So, Yeah, is there really nothing else? Well, this will be a 20-minute show. Not really. Um, you know, we, uh, we didn't – there's, there's kind of like this March Madness, like spring is – Trying to spring in some places right. anyway, not, not here not for us, but yeah, there are some places that are trying to have some spring, and uh, so you know there's kind of a lull in the emails. We did get an email uh, asking us about like TV shows and, and oh, yeah? in general we uh, I do TV shows on the site. And how can we never mention anything about TV shows like that? But <laughs> a lot of times we do. That's it. Small, small audio trouble. There's a lot of times that we mention up TV shows, but um, uh, it has to be a bit seasonal. Um, we do a lot of the BFCA stuff, and usually when the season starts or there's like you know some award show for shows, things like that. That's more than a. Uh, this is actually kind of amusing watching you wrangle that. But there's often um, there's often times that we'll bring them up, but for the most part, yeah. We don't, uh, we don't normally do them so much. Watching you wrestle this dog. Oh, yeah. You know, watching you wrestle this dog is actually a little amusing. But this is this is more the radio play version of the show where I can really just hear what's happening, the howling and the paw prints, and then you dragging it out of the room. But, um, oh, yeah, hey, welcome back. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Uh, but we specifically ask like when stuff comes out. We don't. Yeah. You know when there are new shows, we don't. Like, yeah, it could be something really extraordinary. You them sometimes, and every once in a while, I'll be like, oh man, I just saw True Detective. My mind, you know, right, 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 right. Strangely like, enough, uh, like I Zombie. I was just gonna say, <laughs> we were just strangely enough last that. night we were just talking about a lot of TV shows. So right, and uh, man, that show is crazy. And you haven't seen it. yet. I haven't but. seen it yet. And you know what's funny? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to wait for it to run. It's gonna be in like four more days, unless I go see if it's Netflix, which it might be, or Hulu. Um, you want right. to see it all, just all the more. So right. But uh, other than that, yeah, there was a there was a big drop in emails, and I blame it on March Madness. It's got to be March Madness, yeah. right? Or maybe just the the film or we had to it, see. It's kind of the. Uh, you know, it's kind of the calm before the summer storm yeah. of people wanting to know about stuff. And it's, Man, uh, there's so a lot, weird. there's a lot of movies that's 
about maybe yet or something. Who well, knows? I, I was thinking of this last night, not for any real reason, just trying to remember what's coming up for the show, what we're going to start seeing more of. And there were a couple ads that we saw for like, you know, July 1st. And I'm like, that's really only two months away. Like, I mean, that look, not we, that far. Yeah. We're, we're a week away from the start of April. And isn't that, wasn't it like the first of May that like the summer superhero film started? It's going to be fast. Uh, there's a lot of stuff this year, just like uh, we planned last night when we saw, you know, there's Jurassic World. Right. There's uh, your typical superhero-ness, but then there's other big Jurassic World things. And yeah. it seems like for the last couple of years, it's really just been the comic book movies. Yeah. There hasn't really been like a big Jurassic World kind of massive action yeah. something, unless you count like Battleship well, I was or thinking like, like crap Rim and stuff like that in Godzilla. Well, they didn't really you know, hit a little, but they didn't deliver as hard as they... I mean, when we got... They didn't make a... And they did not anything where it was like you we we were at the theater seeing something, and I said it last night to you. Then every single time I see a spot for Jurassic World, I think, man, just be good. Right. If that's just yeah. good, if it's just fun enough, that would run the summer yeah. all over the place. That's going to be so much fun if it's good. Right. It, you know, it's weird too because it's uh, it's a very interesting movie for a lot of ways because it's um, because it's it goes back to Jurassic Park. Right. You know, the world was very different when Jurassic Park came out. You could be like this big Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. And you could just live for the whole summer and people would keep talking about it. Remember and, when it did? I yeah. Mean, like, that's so Yeah, weird. I do. And, you know, people would keep talking about it. They would keep going to see it again. Mm-hmm. They would keep dragging new friends to see it. And yeah. it could just ride the wave forever. Yeah. It seems like now nothing can do that anymore. I mean, right. you're lucky to get like a whole month out of even your biggest movies, you <laughs> right? Know? Biggest, you know, Avengers and and Jurassic World, and you know they will be. You will be really doing something awesome if you can last for the a whole month or something yeah. of even like being the number one movie or anything because. You know, if you're up against the right stuff, you can be the number one movie and hardly make any money. But right, I mean, right. I mean, really do well you know, four weeks in a row. Yeah, that is much trickier. But uh, you know, it's also interesting in another way. Theory of yeah, I love that it's there's all these tourists and it's not just. You know, I don't. The original story is, uh, you know, there's a couple of people get, you know, come in on the helicopter and, right. you know, whatever. We're kind of exploring or whatever. We're at the early <laughs> stages, and this one, it's just like it, it's, it's been right, open it, and it's all, yeah. It's, uh, you know, double secret, super Disney World, right. everything, right. and and uh, and you ride around in the crazy bubble car, yeah. and and just are right next to the dinosaurs. Right. And then what's awesome, I think, is that it's, um, you know, somebody's writing the script going, you know, there's not enough people are the bastards in the movie. Right. So in the first movie, it's like, look at this bastard who made dinosaurs and now how he's gotten all these people killed because 
dumbass, you shouldn't make dinosaurs, right? <laughs> right. That's not good enough anymore, right? Now it's, you know, everyone's fine with you making the dinosaurs. We'll, we, right. <laughs> we'll all come to your theme park. Right. But no, still, people have to be the bastards because they're making up new ones and splicing genes together and yeah. and making super killer dinosaurs right. that can, like, turn invisible, apparently, uh, yes. from the trailers. I don't know. Predators. Anyway, yeah. So uh, so that's coming, and there's a lot of big stuff coming. But uh, um, we should just jump into Insurgent. Um, we didn't have the, – the whole point of that <laughs> long spiel right. was that uh, nobody really asked anything. We did get a few, but they're you know just sort of the general routine. They agree with us or disagree with us right. or you know, whatever. Right. Um, unless – People disagree with us about insurgent because uh, yeah, that send, would be... send those in yeah. and I will read those <laughs> next right. week. Um, okay, so insurgent. So I wonder about this one. I I think yeah, I I actually think I, you're going to be a lot lower than I am, but I'm going to be lower than you are. A lot lower. I think this is going to be well. That's going to be weird. Yeah. And then I'm going to have some serious no, questions you might be, for you. You might, be, you might be real big. I don't know. If I'm a lot lower than you, yeah. then that will be weird. Anyway, so uh, Shailene Woodley, 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 yeah. Somehow that sounded wrong when I said it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Shailene Woodley. No, that's not it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's it's just a continuation of Divergent, and it, there's a funny part in the movie when it starts. I thought because it like tricks you into thinking that it starts like right the second that right. the first one ends, right. and then not so much. Then yeah, we jump ahead a little bit. But actually, it can't be that far. So it's right. it's it's pretty close yeah. to uh, right after the end. And you know, this movie we'll just jump out with the ratings, even though we're we're ahead of we're schedule early. for that. Yeah. But, uh I give this one a uh, two and a half. This is yeah. This is what I thought. I'm at four. Well, that's not a lot lower. No, no how, not much. How could I possibly be a lot lower than <laughs> I four? You'd be like to, I negative you'd be, numbers. You might be or? close. Yeah, so you know, for Lots me this problems. one like the the first movie I almost feel like the first movie I might have liked more than you. I, I think uh, I I I'd, I'd, I'd have to go back well, I think and we look. Were pretty close. But, it yeah, might have we were, been like 5 and a half to 7 or something like that. Yeah, you know. somewhere around there, but you know, the first one I gave like a lot of leeway on the first one because I liked the story that it was trying to get out. I just thought it was getting at it in a goofy way and it had problems, but I was okay with being pretty lenient about everything. Yeah. And you know, the weird thing was, and we say this all the time, I had not read the book right. uh, before seeing the first one. I did read it after I saw the first one, but right. when we saw the first one, I was like, you know, I bet that's a pretty good book. Yeah. And it's just like, we're translating it weird. It's not doing uh, a great job of whatever the not the perfect and I like man I bet the book's been done than this <laughs> yeah. there was so much stuff in the movie where I was I was you know, that has to be like that book right. minute what happened now to from the first one to the second one I don't know I I had a lot of problems but so you're four I'm at a four, and a lot of it 
you know, it was it was really interesting. I was telling you last night. I I forgot this movie was even opening this weekend. Right. I didn't see a trailer for the film, and I knew I, mean, I didn't show up. And you told me, and I was like, oh right, that would be interesting. Like I knew a couple of days in advance, but I almost went through the whole film without knowing a thing about it. And that was that was kind of an interesting thing because like what you were saying before, as far as the as far as the Divergent series goes. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't read them. I went into the first film cold, just like this one. Although I'd, I'd seen the previews and thought, okay, another dystopian, uh, you know, teen angst kind of thing. But this one, this one was a lot lower for me than the first one in a lot. It wasn't really, and for whatever it's worth, before I forget, not that this was the major fun factor, but we did see it in 3D, and I kind of enjoyed that. But it really not bad. But, um, I guess overall, I guess three D. There's something uh, where I actually had I I thought to myself, you know, this should not be like this if you're making it three D. Right. Like there were a few right. things where it was like, well, that's just making me ill. Right. <laughs> it's right. like you should know better than to film that shot that way. Exactly. If it's going to be in three D. There there was a lot of stuff you know about the film. Like I I genuinely ne- it's easy to just speak in big broad strokes but I genuinely was never bored with it but I was never really fully engaged with it either I just kind of sat there and watched it right and and that you know that's kind of a weird feeling to feel like at the second entry of a trilogy like I should be emotionally invested in somebody right. at this point whether whether it's at the end of the second film or hopefully by the start of the second film you know somewhere in this movie you should have me and you should have me pretty much solidly looking forward to the denouement to the to the final act. Right. At this point I'm I'm like maybe I'll forget how much I didn't not enjoyed it but how much I just wasn't engaged by it and we'll see the third one anyway because it'll be the thing of the week, right. you know, but but there was there was all this stuff that because I hadn't read this story, maybe it suffers in a way and it's very easy to compare these films to like The Hunger Games because they're the new happening at the same time dystopian right, right. kind of thing. <clears throat> And in a way, that's kind of unfair, too, because The Hunger Games is just such a juggernaut. And this is just kind of like a soldier on the field. But I used to say to people, you know, if you haven't read the Harry Potter books, you're probably not going to really like the movies. Because I always felt that the movies at a certain point were really just for fans of the story. They were too big. They just took the greatest hits and put it in as much a cohesion kind of storytelling way as possible. For all I know, maybe I'm really suffering from not having read these stories and I would get it. You probably saw the people, I mean, three people in an audience of however knows how many don't make like a great litmus test. But the people that were in front of us during certain scenes, they were clapping. Right. Like they were right. really into it. And I know they read the books because right. these were their favorite they moments. Were, they were all sorts of And for fans. me, for me, I maybe I was disengaged because I didn't, I, I knew what was happening because I could, it was terribly predictable. Right. But maybe there's some sense there like those Harry Potter films on some way that this would be more enjoyable if I'd read the stories, but I also don't think so. I, I also kind of feel like when I'm watching these books, uh, when I'm watching these movies, rather, there's there's two things that are kind of happening that are that are really taking its toll on me. It, it almost feels like though Shailene Woodley is great, and actually though I think the whole cast is really great, they're not being given a whole lot to do except whatever you know, kind of teen angsty thing at the moment. But but they're all doing it greatly. 
And in many ways, what's happening with like Shailene Woodley with the character of Triss is I feel like she's two-dimensional at best. And that's not because Shailene Woodley is bad. She's amazing. If, if it was another actress with a and different she set was of good, skills. And she was good in the first one. She's great in the first one. She's the reason that kind of facilitates this thing that happens. Like you'll watch it because she's capable of emoting all of these great things. But I feel like in you know in, at the hands of a different actress – you know, the character of Triss might be at best one-dimensional. And two dimensions isn't that great, you know, but it's it's certainly something to take. But I guess one of the things that just kind of feels so awkward about this film for me is it's almost like it's almost like taking taking a game of like pin the tail of a donkey. Except this game called and you go up you, you find a trope and you hand it to the screenwriter and the screenwriter has to genuinely try a hundred percent to make it the best version of the trope and find a way to insert it. And it just felt like there was nothing original happening except for the visual effects. And the visual effects I've seen in some version of The Lawnmower Man or The Matrix. Right. Whatever. Do something new. The characters are flat, although the the actors playing them are talented. And and uh, what's what's his name? Mills. Uh, I just put the internet movie database away the the guy from whiplash i mean he's he's got a minor role oh right, right. in this one but he steals every scene he's in because he's right. the one who's injecting like any amount of humor in the film and i don't need it to be slapstick but he's the one that's putting any amount of humor into the film but also like kind of going above and beyond what the character looks like on paper right um and, and you know uh, for me it, the, the whole thing with him and i, I god i gotta find his name i I, I, I completely I, he's agree. blowing up everywhere too I completely agree. Right. He's in the Fantastic Four coming up. Yeah. Too. And they want him to play Spider-Man. I mean, he's got like all these things that are all over the place. You know, I, I agree, too. And his thing for me is that he's the only person, you know, you have to remember this like a quote, you know, young adult. Right. That's novel the big thing. thing. Yeah. But, you know, there's young adult and then there's young adult. Right. right. And there's young adult novels that are four 12-year-olds that we, we think will like it, <laughs> yeah. and we think that 12-year-olds are not that bright. Right. And there's uh, there's other young adult novels, right. right? And, you know, this one is so set on this <laughs> whole uh, putting everyone in their category thing yeah. that doesn't even make sense anyway, in a different way, right. you know, to such a degree... And so does everybody else. And then you've got like Triss's brother, who's uh, you know played by Ansel Elgort. Right. Okay, so Skype now kicked us out or something. <laughs> so that's it's like Friday the Thirteenth all over. Anything again. else could go wrong. But know? anyway, you you were saying Caleb. Uh, and he, yeah, he's you know he just becomes this weird poster child for the cause of his right. uh, of his faction or whatever, right? And then you've got uh, you know at the beginning of it they go to the Amity uh, <laughs> fields or whatever where they yeah, grow right. all the food and stuff. And then everyone there is just like, you know, it's, it, it's. I guess we're trying to overly state the fact that being really far to one side of this is a bad thing, right? And except that we're doing it like everyone is, you know, in fifth grade <laughs> yeah, or something right. has hardly ever read a book before. It's, it, we've got this whole overarching theory where we want to say that, you know, 
I, I don't even know what we're trying to say exactly, except that, you know, being too much of one thing, you know, the people right. who are too right. much the warriors, they're very clearly right. bad guys, right? But they can't just even be bad guys either. You know, they have to be super villains, the worst, right? The sociopath club. And, and then we've got the people who are nice. I don't even know what Amity's thing is, really. They're just nice. No violence. Like yeah. they're, uh, they're all Gandhi or yeah. something, like not in the good <laughs> right. way, though, right? Um, but they're like super pacifist, and then we go, oh, see how that's not really working out either. Right. So that's no good. Yeah. But like everybody has to be playing this role, and then it would be different, really, if uh, if Triss herself was not just kind of in a different role. Right. Like she's she's divergent and she's super divergent and she's right. like the perfect divergent. So she's yeah. solved all the world's problems by being super divergent. Right. Yeah. Except that she's just really kind of right in her own, you know, cubby hole too. Right. So it all right. just, you know, doesn't work. And so the reason that, uh, you know, he does work, <laughs> the guy who we can't figure right. out his name. Yeah. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Right. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the reason he works good is he's the only person who might have some depth. Yeah. He he thinks about more than one thing in right. the universe, right? <laughs> yeah. He can like look at something from a different perspective. And then you know it's it, it goes so far in its goofiness that uh far into the movie when uh you know Triss is captured and then she right. sees her brother and he says, uh, I don't know, I gave up the only person I love. What could be more selfless than that? Right. I'm thinking, yeah, you know, uh, doing shit to other people, not absolutely the definition of being selfless, is it? I mean, right. it's like it's the version of selfless that works for me right now. Yeah. It's like we have to nail home the idea of selfless as like a fault. Where does it go right. where it becomes like you're just wrong and it's a fault? And we have to say it like in such overly simplistic terms. And, you know, for me, what really killed this movie is I actually was bored some of the time. Were you bored? I, I, yeah. I, was, I, was I, of, I was kind of bored some of the time just because as soon as we get like maybe a half an hour into it or so mm-hmm. – and we see uh, we see all the real badness happening with trying to open this box. We right. find the box with the message and the whatever. And <laughs> if you don't know what's happening in this movie, we're giving you a great impression right. of it. But we're we're trying to open the box, and the only way to open this box is uh, basically to uh, torture divergence to death until mm-hmm. we find one who a can worthy. live through all yeah. the torture. Right. And and then it's even weirder because, you know, the movie just flips stuff out at you, which I feel like this part of it probably at least – really? <laughs> Pro- probably worked a little better in the book because all of a sudden they just have this scanner right. that will tell you yeah. what you are, right? Right. Where in the first movie, which wasn't that long ago, no. because this does not take place that long, there was no such thing as that. You had to go through this whole debacle that right. that then she has to go through again to try and do them all, right? right. Seriously. Uh, and except 
that won't open the box. Why won't that just open the box right. when he just puts the thing on? Right. Because you have to go through the torture because otherwise the movie's too short, right? right? right. I mean, right. but they just <laughs> right. throw out this new technology and, yeah. like, oh, guess what? We have these super bullets that put everyone to sleep who's not divergent. Yep. We suddenly have like these scanners, so we didn't need to do all that stuff. And then the, the one of the weird things for me too is that the movie wants to put everyone in their box, right? So hard. Yeah. Except that they try to make it almost like, you know, you were born this way and now you're in this box, like basically because of how you were born, because you'll go through the little test and that will tell us or whatever. But at the last minute, you can choose to be something else. Yeah. So how do they fit in the box? Because then you're just picking it. But (laughs) to me, that's all sorting hat crap. Like the whole thing is just so weird. And then what's weirder is, for me, the end of this movie doesn't actually follow from the beginning or the first book, no, which mean. I think is just such a crazy thing. Yeah. Like the the end, so we don't want to spoil it, except that, um, except to say that it, it turns out being divergent is a good thing, right? And and yeah. and we like it or whatever. And uh, lo and behold, who didn't realize that <laughs> being divergent was a good thing anyway, right? right? Except that somehow it's this weird plan of not doing anything, but hoping divergence will just exist. Right. And then at the end, (laughs) you will have proven our experiment to have worked because now there will be a divergence. But but there's no experiment. Right. There's just wait forever. That's all in the third movie. And see, that also kills the movie for me, too, is that the third movie doesn't really make any sense. Right. The fact that there is a third book or a third movie doesn't really make any sense because, you know, really what it is, is now it could be anything. Right. Now it's just anything at all. It's just some other thing. It has no connection to what happened before. It's just it's the whole new book that could have a whole new name. And maybe we'd hint that we were in the same universe or something, right. but it's not right. really like a third book. Yeah. It, it could be like, uh, you know, divergent three, the matrix of the lost out, the fifth element of, you know, it can be, you know, in, in, in some way, even though I don't, I mean, again, if we read the book, probably would know all the way through, like this is me even setting up to be like, you know, at the end of the third book. I mean, it could be like a Prometheus thing. Like, now we're going to go attack our makers for this thing that they put us through, like the hamster revolt, like how you make me run in a wheel all day. Right. I I just, I feel, I I think that it's, it's more important, especially even if you have a property that's obviously a trilogy or a longer set of series, that you, you act upon some sense of urgency. You know, that you, you basically take and you don't just assume a, a role of entitlement that people are going to come and that they're going to see these things. They probably will. You've got the fan base anyway, and they are likely to support the film for a temporary reason. Um, but w- without a sense of urgency, the film, it, it didn't really... I, it did in places kind of plod along. There were certainly things in a two-hour running time that, you know, this for anybody who listens to us for any amount of time knows that one of the things we all complain about is, in fact, the running time. 
But this one, this one certainly could have been at least 20 minutes, you know, less of just walking through landscapes or these weird dialogues that didn't even necessarily have to happen. I swear at one point, um, before, before about the halfway point, I had counted like seven or eight times in 15 minutes where people just say something and they walk away for this trip over and over again, but they, they weren't the only ones. She would say something and walk away, and he would turn and grab her arm. And it's the weirdest <laughs> yeah. thing to be dialed in on, but this thing happened like eight or nine times. And, and I'm just like, this is just not moving the way it should. So with a third movie coming up, to wrap up all the various loose ends, I, I wanted that third act to be earned through like story or action. And, and the film, you could argue, does have action. I don't think it has like excitement. You know, yeah. it's got things blowing up, and it's got, and it certainly takes advantage of the of the 3D element, where they assume a lot of people are going to sit because there's things, not just Triss running through glass with her elbow and shard going everywhere, but like when she's dealing with the sim, everything just kind of floats away in these bunny squares, and it, it does look good in right. 3D. But I mean, you just you're selling this to me for a minute just so I have it. It it just kind of reminds me of films like The Golden Compass which people just assumed that Philip Pullman's trilogy was going to be made into a series of books because, hey, that's what happens. And the first film tanked because there was no subvergency with it. They had bad characters, bad writing, bad plotting, and there was nothing to it. If in this instance we don't have a... I'm going to the third one for just because? Yeah, I mean, I, I am going to just because, but well, that, I, I don't, don't take I don't know. I, I especially don't know because no matter how good they'd have made this movie... yeah. This movie could have been awesome. They'd have reworked the script a lot and made it fantastic. And at the end, you'd go, why am I going to see the third movie? Right. Because, right. because it's it's clearly we've jumped off a cliff into anything we want. Right. I don't know what happens in the third book. Yeah. But this is this is three books that is really hard to actually call a trilogy. I yeah. mean, it's just... It's two books, and then it's another book in that same world. But it's not really a trilogy. Right. It can't be, really. Right. No matter what happens in the third book, it can't really be connected. All the stuff yeah. in the first two books is over. Right. <laughs> right. Not to, like, spoil the movie for it. <laughs> and, it and that was one of the most, you know, there were there were spikes, not many, but there were some spikes in that I thought was really cool. And I started to get more interested in the story. And even though I wasn't wild about the sim test, and is she divergent enough, you know? Right. About the time that they figure out the solution to that problem, and it isn't a MacGuffin, which I was happy for. I, I just didn't want it to be this thing they were running for. Um, you know, when that moment of realization hits Kate Winslet, and I love her decision, being like, okay, maybe now this is, maybe this is going to pep a bit. Right. It's really late in the movie, but maybe still, no. <laughs> But I was surprised. Right. I, I mean, this goes back to, I meant to say this too, and I forgot. This goes back to, to talking about going into the film totally, like not having any expectation or knowledge about a thing. I, I didn't I didn't realize Naomi Watts was going to be in it. So when she showed up, I, I did a double take. I right, went, right. Uh, did I fall asleep? <laughs> Am I like watching this thing that, that doesn't happen? And then to have her just, I, I genuinely thought like that looks like Naomi Watts. That's not her. Right. And then I was like, no, that's. That's Naomi Watts. Yeah. Look at this. So, Yeah, and the whole thing was so weird, too, that it's uh, – we get so little of that happening in the movie. Yeah. 
This guy's got a backstory. Obviously, that makes more sense in the book. Right. And so you've read the book, and so here it is in the movie version. Right. So we can skip through everything really quickly, and you get it. Yeah. Even even in places like, um, you know, even even if for a two hour movie, certainly at times felt like to me that it was like a a trilogy of books hitting the high points and kind of condensed into a two hour movie because right. it felt like there were a lot of big gaps, and I could keep up with it. But man, I just didn't understand why there were so many gaps. And and then you know it's every like I said before, everything is so simplified. Yeah. Although I did kind of think it was cool that they went to candor. Yeah, I like that part a lot. I actually did like that. The only thing that I didn't like about it yeah. is that the whole group only exists for this scene. Like we basically, like we invented no. we invented this group in the first book. Yeah, just, just so that we, we can right. have this part happen. Yeah, because otherwise they're completely useless people. Uh-huh. I mean, they're not. That's, yeah. It's not a thing. It's like I look at it like the checks and balances. Like it's it's basically like the judiciary committee to keep everybody it, else in balance. But yeah, you're right. In it is. It it is but in in our in our five you yeah, know pronged that? system, right. it's like we have. You know, we have the really smart people. Really, are the erudites. Erudites, yeah. And they think they should be in charge because they're really smart, right. right? Yeah. And we've got the really smart people and the warriors, right? And the people who make food, yeah. And and then it's like we've got like the grocery clerks or something. <laughs> it's like they're yeah. they're yeah. they're the we always tell the truth. I mean, that's not a thing anyway. Right. What does that get me? Right. That's, in the first book, when it's you're kind of given this spiel about them being you know, sort of lawyers or like right. sort of running the courts idea, yeah. and stuff. Except that who's suing anybody? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What do we I have? Lawyers? Nobody. I, don't yeah. know. It's just... I, I did like, and you're right, taken out of itself, it, it might be cool, but within the greater scheme of things, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I actually did like the moment when Tris and four about to be, you know, turned over. And he's just like, wait a minute, I got to ask you something. And he kind of flips this situation around right. and creates, you know, this big drama thing that the story needs. But I liked that. I wish it had had more, not spontaneity, because obviously it's plotted out, but just like a little spike to the creativity there. Just don't make this like a video game where this is the end boss and now I get to go on the road right. and do this thing. I mean, come on. You know, there's um, there's a million different uh, ways people approach writing obviously like yeah. for every writer there is but, you know, a lot of writers where it really feels like no matter how cool a thing they're trying to write or how cool a thing they actually end up writing where they really feel like what they're doing is they've got this end point yeah and we got to get there somehow right and this felt so rigidly weirdly like that yeah that it just it was really off putting in a lot of spots. There there would you'd be going along fairly happy, I guess, with with what's happening. Yeah. And then all of a sudden something would happen and you'd go, What? And then you go, Oh, well, because this has to happen. <laughs> that has to happen. And you know, like when she's trapped in this thing and she gets the gun away from Miles Teller. Right. And then her brother appears and she's just like stunned. And he just like walks up and takes the gun away from her. Yeah, I'm like, really? Yeah. Because because you've written the next page first, and it says that she's you trapped and gun. doesn't have her gun. So <laughs> yeah. uh, how do we get there? Uh, her brother shows up. How about that? And just and just 
you know, she's just, you know, five seconds ago, she was yeah. about to blow everyone away. Yeah. And it just was so false feeling, you know, that he just walks in. They could at least, like, maybe have a conversation. Right. And he could, like, convince her to just do it or or something. Who knows? Or he talks to her and then maybe she kind of he kind of gets the drop on her because she's really right. not expecting yeah. it from him. Right. Anything. Anything. No, he, just, he just like walks in. He might as well have like a sign on that right. says like you know plot device. Right. I yeah. mean, he just goes, yeah. "Give me it," and she just doesn't have her gun anymore. You don't even know that he takes it actually. Because you don't even see him yeah, take it. He just he walks just in it. and then walks out. She doesn't have yeah, it anymore. Right. And you go, "Oh, he took yeah. it." Like we could have filmed that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Holy sure. Like I just looked up on a bunch of stuff to see the people that wrote this one that were responsible for it, aside of Veronica Roth, whose book it's you know based on, obviously, had something to do with the first one. And and I remember uh, liking right. the first one right. more. Yeah. You know, easier. Easily anyway. And the director is not the same. The director of this one um was the same guy that did R.I.P.D. But he's done other things that that are almost in in my mind anyway alternating that one's a good movie that's a bad one his next one's good the next one's bad like it really goes up and down like that r.i.p.d i hated yeah you know and And, and and it it was an idea that should have been good and yeah yeah, it turned out awful and i just feel like maybe this one at least this movie strangely though this is not really a review you know but as a side i like this more than i liked r.i.p.d which i guess doesn't say a lot yeah but i mean you did too yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this yeah, one's that's a winner. for sure. No, I, I, I agree with you. They're just there's so many weird things and almost like, you know, plot device shirts like tropes. Just one after another, come in and do these things, and it, it, it just looks clumsy and awkward. Right. It just doesn't fit it to me. But again, watching, and you, you hadn't read this one either, right? No, the no, second one, I right? Read so the second one. watching the people that obviously knew the source material, they loved it. But can you trust them if they love it? That much, like they just want to see their greatest hits. right because like I'm they saying, want to get free birds. See, you know? that's the weird thing too is that uh, if there would have been somebody in the theater with us in the first one that I said, oh, they obviously read the book, so then they like that part. I'd go, well, I don't know because right. the first movie made me think that maybe the first book was pretty was good worth doing it. Yeah, and like I said, this one just made me I'm think, oh my one. god, I, yeah. I bet that is just <laughs> I can't read this book. And even as soon as you get a half hour in. You know everything that's going to happen, yeah. right? You know every moment. The only thing that you don't know, the only thing that like kind of surprised me, yeah. because you don't know that, because right. it's out of nowhere, is I didn't know that at one point we were going to fall into the hands of the army of Forrest's right. mom. Right. Because that's just out of – that doesn't you know do anything. But, yeah. but everything – it's like you know exactly what Kate Blanchett's going to do. Yeah. You know what's in the box. You know where we're going with the whole thing. The only thing that was kind of surprising yeah. is that I was kind of thinking, oh, my God, we've got to get, go through a whole other movie until we get there. Right. Except that, no, you get there now, and then there's another book for God yeah. knows what reason, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it it would possibly be interesting to uh, find out, I guess, what's outside the wall and that's going to be the bigger these, thing, who right. these people are, um, and and how the outside world has actually worked itself to where we really leave them alone. You know, right. it's uh, it's like we're in the village, yeah, basically, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. 
and figuring out how we convinced the outside world yeah. to stay away right. or whatever. Well, I was thinking of that too. Yeah, I was like, there's a lot of airspace there where you could see something glimmering, you right. know, flying around. But right. And um, but you know, you know everything that's going to happen, and then when you get it, I mean, it's not like every movie is surprising you no. at every turn anyway. But usually when you get there, it's at least interesting yeah. or we you know, we looked at it from a different angle than every other movie that's yeah. come before. And this one's just like, I don't know, I like those old well, movies. And I so think, let's just do it like and, that. And I think, you know, I'm gonna reset when we see the third film. And and remember what you said, you know, it's it, it's easy enough to remember, like you don't just go into a young adult film and get like the Deathly Hallows, which is, you know, a, a bit more mature than just a twelve year old's version of stuff. But there's young adult and then there's young adult. And I think I had maybe based on what I remembered from the first one, a slight expectation that, oh yeah, this will be kind of it. And that will be more mature thing. And it was more along the lower end of it. Yeah. You know, both both filmed you know, thematically wise, it was just kind of catered. And there's a moment before before Caleb leaves, um, you know, once he's with Foreign Tris and then he decides to just like go his own way. He's gonna go look for his parents hints or things like this, whatever he's leaving for, and we know later what he's going to go do. I'm watching the way this thing is set up and the pace it's moving, and I'm like, this is like the... I mean, we say this a bunch. I know I say it a bunch, but I'm feeling like this is like the TV version of this series now. Right. It's like when Stargate became a series, you didn't have to make it a two-hour film. You could do it a five-year you know, series, right. and, and it just felt so slow and weird, and they focused on all these strange things that didn't really need well, to world build when, when it was already there. And yet, at the same time, you know what's weird for me about that part is I feel like – I could be wrong because uh, I'm not convinced the book's any good anyway. But I feel like this is a scene that comes from a book where in the book, it's like they have to walk far. Right. Right. And in the book, it's like they have to camp. Sure. Right. right. And they – they're sitting there, they're eating or whatever. Right. He starts going off on this whole thing about how I don't think I can come with you. What am I going to do anyway? Because, you know, clearly we were on the train. I'm not right. going to fight anyone, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they have like this whole conversation. She tries to get him to come. And, and there's like this whole long drawn out thing, right? Right. And then they go for the movie. They go, ah, eh, they'll stop walking for a minute. And he goes, I'm out. And they go, no, come on. And he goes, and he, and then he turns He's and like, walks off. He's like, not really, yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's what happens. They're just walking along, yeah. and then all yeah. of a sudden he goes, I'm out. Yeah. And they go, no, where will you go? Come with us. And <laughs> right. he goes, ah, and yeah. turns and walks yeah. away. And you're like, what kind of condensed right. like, version of that? I swear I thought, I thought thing. four was going to run after him and grab him by the arm again. He did, He does it all. <laughs> When that when that meme comes out on YouTube it, it, and they take the like him doing it, thirty of them, the it, it's gonna happen. I didn't. I don't. I didn't even see it today. I actually meant to see it today. Uh, you know, because they ask. I didn't. I can't tell if the trailer gave me the movie I was gonna see or not because I I didn't see a trailer for this. You know, so I'll I tell no you. I don't think so, and people do ask us about that, and so if that's the gig we start, and people keep asking like us it, about you know, it, then yeah. we ought to do that. That's but. cool. I feel like this trailer tricked me a little bit. Did it? And it it really made it seem like it was 
Um, like, actually, first of all, like I was telling you yesterday, uh, I, I have very little memory of the first movie. <laughs> that was actually a funny part of the, the conversation. First, You're the like, first I... movie has, like, <laughs> blended into so many other young adult things. Well, we saw a things, bunch of them. Right? Right? Yeah. So, um, Immortal Instruments, City of Bones. I mean, I was like, which one is four? Is that the one with the yeah, and the Maze Runner, the Maze Runner and the thing? And yeah, there right. was a part early on That's when funny. I when I first saw the trailer for this movie, right? Yeah, and I was like, but wait a minute! At the end, they got out in the helicopters or were chasing them or something, and I'm like, oh no, wait, what? <laughs> like that's not that movie, right? That's different. No, but you know, the trailer for this movie really kind of sold it. I think as a lot closer to the first movie and it's really very different from the first movie in a lot of ways. And not only, you know what I think the most misleading thing for me, and I guess the biggest thing that seems odd and or different about this movie is that you don't actually get the good guys and the bad guys in the same screen until right way into the movie. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's just all of them doing their thing, except for the one part where they kind of raid Amity and then they yeah, have right to run now. away and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, that happens. But the majority of the movie, first of all, they're trying to get to the other dauntless people who aren't now bad guys. Yeah. Which is very weird in the whole system that's supposed to be happening in this movie with, like, the board. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, Erudite now just has a bunch of dauntless guards. Right. And then there's a whole other dauntless that is not with them. Right. Right. And Candor has their own military. Yep. Which I didn't think that didn't was think how that did. was supposed to work. I didn't either. Except that we just want it but to right now. Right. <laughs> and they have enough that despite the fact that we have like 100 Dauntless with us, they can just walk up and go, hey, stick them up yeah, or whatever. Right, you're done. You're yeah. like, wait, what is going on with this whole world? Right. And why is, you know, this board – now, this pr- – you know, we get a thousand emails from all the people who read the book. Huge. Maybe this all makes sense in the book, but it doesn't come through in the movie no. that this all makes sense. Right. Because it seems like the board, who is somewhat backing the evil person, or at least letting her roam free or right. whatever, might want to go, how come you have all those Dauntless that are just like your lapdogs all of a sudden? <laughs> right. And there's this whole other Dauntless over here that's hiding from you. Yeah. And, you know, it just doesn't really make sense that it fleshes out <clears throat> in this way where they're trying to keep things organized. And yeah, it's not all just devolving already, right? Yeah. Especially when we've just destroyed one of the whole factions basically right. by leveling their whole area, right? right? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't... It doesn't come through like you were saying. It's like you you almost have to have read the book. I can't, yeah. Because you're getting such a cliff noted version of yeah. everything that's, that's going anyway. on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I mean, look, I, I like Shailene Woodley. I think she is and it would be fun to see at some I do point, too, but she was not nearly as good in agreed, this one. Agreed. Especially after some of the stuff like the Fault in Our Stars and the Spectacular you know, all these things right. where she's really hitting it out of the park. She did this one. Pretty soon, she and Jennifer Lawrence are going to be in something, you know, and that'll be fun. You know, they'll have to do some De Niro, Pacino kind of heat, right. you know, dialogue. You but, know, what would be great is actually if they were in a mob movie. Right. That would be that the would new, be really The great. new mob was women. Yeah, that would be awesome. And they were just 
sitting in the back of an Italian I, I, restaurant. Yeah. I think you heard me. It was one of the moments you had to wrangle the wildlife. But, you know, it was it – was, I, I didn't feel invested in the characters in this one, but I think everybody who – you know, I think all the main players who were cast in this did a great job. You know, I I still think that, like, what, what you said, like, four really has less to do and he's less interesting – but I didn't think that the guy playing him, whose name I'm blanking on again, you know, I don't think he did a bad job. You know, I think it's hard to try to take any scene from Miles. There, there's but, only a, there's only so much you can do with what you're given right, yeah. in this kind of a situation. Sure. Yeah. And, and and again, Shailene Woodley, you know, carries the film, and it's her film to carry, and she does good enough. You know, I wish it was a lot better, but I can't tell if this was the writer or the director or some mishmash of the two of them. Yeah. Not, not that there was just one writer, but the writing. It's all. It's would... almost worth reading the book just to go. No, that's, you, you drop that's it. all you're yeah, going right, to do with that, that or whatever, or uh, or it should be much better. Yeah. It seems like a you're you're kind of, uh, you know, really I can't recommend the movie to anyone. And, I'm not sure. And I, could and I kind of could. I would recommend the first one at least. Yeah, as, I would. As uh, you know, not as the next greatest thing ever, no, but, but it's like a fun out. time, yeah. right? And this one, I'm like, yeah, if you like the first one, hold on to that. Right, yeah. Don't, Maybe this would be don't, better. Don't let this one. <laughs> I almost wish I could have seen the second and third pretty much back to back. Like, we right, said this right. once in a while. Like, I can't remember what it was last year, but I was like, if I went into a coma and came out of it and I could just watch these, I would feel better about the middle one because it's it's not that good. But maybe it's offset by how good the third will hopefully be. I, d- I don't know. Hopefully there's something in the third one that it's like, know. yeah, you had to put up with that to get – outside now right. into the real story or and who I did like knows, there's I that know. one point where she's actually there there at Candor and one of those guys who just gets gunned down anyway you know he's talking about seeing lights outside beyond the fence <laughs> yeah that's a neat foreshadowed moment that, that was and, a cool little scene. and I was just kind of like well I mean you know is the stuff in the box that they find out is that real ancient like is there really nothing out there or what if it's a zombie apocalypse and they let the zombies in all right you know what if it's like the village and it's it could really be any super techno like Star Trek holodeck like and they're just like what are you guys making us grow vegetables for anything could happen you know? and it it like you said it could be it could be that it's all know. a trick that they've only been there for two hundred years or right, yeah. five hundred years or whatever it right. is any I mean amount, it's it's yeah. not a real long time and that could just be a trick I hope someone it could who's read be the that book, you've been there forever right? I hope someone who's read the books emails you and just in a one sentence line is like. Darth Vader's Luke's father. Right, exactly. They just they just kill it for you. They just you know? go the whole. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd I'm be cool. I'm down with that. Anyway, yeah, I'm with you. I don't I don't know that I could recommend this. And, and you know the weird thing is, um, as much as you know, wherever our ratings are, it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter when we've done nothing but rail on the whole movie. There are some fun times, and Miles, Miles Teller's good. Yep. But, you know, this one makes me less interested in the characters from the first movie, which has to be like the cardinal sin of sequels. If I go into the sequel and come out not caring about people that I cared enough to now show up again. Yeah, they've screwed up. Then it's all gone wrong. Yeah. And, you know, but the the bigger thing is that it's everything is such simplistic steps moving along. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just could not... There's something about the movies that they don't want to give you too much information about the factions. Yeah. And so I wonder if maybe you actually it. get a bunch of them in the books, maybe, right? Yeah. But in both movies, they have this thing where the factions are like this and, you know, yada, yada, you get it. Mm-hmm. Just play along, right? right? I mean, this is this faction and just run with it. Yeah. And they're 
desperate to not give you anything about this society and how it really kind of works more to like a, a little bit better degree. And it really needs to at this point because yeah. now there's like all this stuff that just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. you know, when we left the first movie, sort of jokingly saying, you know, you can't have one of the factions be all the warriors with guns I remember, right. because that's just the people in charge, right? <laughs> right. Now you're making it factionless right. just by making that a faction. Right. And I'm like, you know, they would just take everything over. And then and then that's what happens in this one. Right. And then it becomes boring because you go, well, see, yeah. because they could have just done that well, at any time. I want to I want to talk to someone who's read the second book, if not all the books, and also just have them explain something very easy. It's like there's a moment in the books where there's uh, there's an ambush. These people get shot with these little things and they eventually can't be pulled out or they'll kill you. Right. But they the ability to radio transmit and almost like kind of mind control and take you. you over. Right. So okay, look, you can find three people that are near her, that are, that are near Triss, and make them, you know, come close to killing themselves to try to scare her and say, "Look, we can do this all day." Why can't you just make them grab Triss and start walking right towards the capital? I mean, well, and that's well, not the capital well, because but that's Hunger Games stuff. Because but then a, that would be a short too movie. short. So right? anyway, I need that explained to me because <laughs> well, if that's in the book. Okay, but if it isn't, I can't be thinking of things like, oh, cool, this is what you got to do now, and, and then not do well, it. Well, and see, so. that's that's the whole problem with uh, pretty much everything in the movie in this one is that you know if you start thinking at all, it's, it's real all gone. over. It's all over. You could yeah, you right. could pick I'm anything. Yeah. Uh, you could you could. You're right. Actually, pick like anything to start thinking about, and yeah. the whole thing will unravel. Like, yeah. you know, another thing that uh, since we were just talking about the guys with the guns, right? right? You know, the first movie worked because we had mind control of the people with the guns, right? Right. right. But now we don't have the mind control of the people with the guns. Yeah. They've just agreed to work with us, right. and not one of them goes. Wait a minute, we have the guns, yeah. <laughs> right? Instead, they right. Uh, As Pavlovian, we'll, we'll follow right. you. We'll do okay. it. Yeah. But not, uh, how does that make I sense? Guess. They're not getting anything out of it. Yeah. They're just, you know, being her dogs for no reason. Hey, this is this is the movie. And how come Candor has like this army, but then you know, right. they just get like they don't do bushwhack, right? <laughs> like. Like they got crazy. A, they got an army of words. The, and, well, yeah, except that. So, yeah, I don't know. They take everyone over pretty quickly. But next week looks kind of weird. I mean, we live where we live, and we're probably going to get the movie Get Hard with Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. I mean, there's there's maybe well. Oh God, I don't want. We might movie. get the Ben Stiller while we're young. Um, that one looks pretty good. I don't actually. think we're going to get the Bradley Cooper Jennifer Lawrence film. I don't think we're going to get Serena. But I think no, it'll be. I think it'll be Get Hard if anything. Uh, we might also get. I don't know. Did we get the gunman, the Sean Penn? We did actually. Did we? I didn't even see that listed yeah, on the that marquee. One's here. But it, it'll be interesting. Next, you know, looking forward real quick, it's going to be pretty simple. You know, the week after that, it's Furious Seven. The week after that, it's. Well, it's maybe not. And there was much rejoicing. Yeah, we're getting pretty closer to Avengers Day. That's what I want. Yeah, but not so much. Not so much. For you, anyway. I I'm looking forward to it, but so. You're looking forward to Furious Seven. That will well, be. I'm looking I, forward to I predict. Day. I predict Furious Seven will be a week that we get a lot of emails, like before yeah. it comes out. How many of those have you have you seen? Six of the seven. No, Did I've you, seen. <laughs> I've seen like not your uh, tone, but the look on your face. Like, how dare you in my house ask yeah, me this? Yeah, I've seen all six of those. No, 
I have them all. I think I have. I have them all here, but no, I I've seen I think uh, three, four, and six. You've seen the first one. You've seen the Fast and the Furious, no, haven't, haven't you? Oh, that's the best of them. No, I've seen like well. I mean, I know yeah, that sounds, doesn't, I know that doesn't stop us from it's making so them, does it? It's so fun. It's so uh, fun. I, I think I've seen like half of that. Yeah. At, you must at have. Just because points. Like, it's so old now, you had to flip a it's channel. It's just everywhere now. Yeah. 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 I've, seen, uh, I've seen a lot of it, but I've, I've never just like sat down and, and watched it. Watched. It's like Saw. I mean, I, it's you know. It's better than Saw. I mean, the whole the whole theory oh, 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 of, okay. you know, like, you've seen all the Saw films, right? Yeah, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any either. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the email. I haven't seen, I I haven't seen any. I've and seen, I haven't seen any of them. I've seen, like, 20 minutes of the first one so have I. At, at one point. The same Gary Always part that I've yeah. seen over and over yeah. again. And I've got to watch, I've got to watch them um, this year anyway. There's a bunch of stuff i got to catch do? up on. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> it's just a moral imperative. It's just a thing. Well, it's a, I'm a big horror guy, and this is a franchise that, you know, if, if I can endure a couple of them, I may not be able to make it through them, but I'm going to try to uh, see at least the first one. Yeah. But anyway, Fast, okay, fast so, 7, there's seven of them, and you're like, <laughs> I only seen like two of them, but I own them all. This is funny. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, all right, we might as well just uh, wrap yeah, up we early. Can, I mean, so uh, we're not that bad. You know, it's it's uh, it really bums me out actually that it was uh, such a disappointment because yeah. I, I I didn't expect to get even like a reaction like we had to the Hunger Games or the next Hunger Games or the next Hunger Games or whatever. Yeah, which were just you know surprised us and we thought yeah. were great. I didn't even expect to get that. I certainly didn't expect to get anything like wow, this is like a great movie or anything. Right. But I expected it to at least you know maybe get a little bit better from the first. I one. agree. And and I'm like, what? It just it. It's the weirdest, like, everything slammed on the brakes. It yeah. all kind of crashed. Well, you must have figured like I did. We lost you know, interest in the characters. Yeah, without any expectation, truly. I mean, I'm thinking this has got to be at its worst five and a half. Right. Like, just make it six or seven. That's your sweet spot. Just do what you got to right. do and move to the next film. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought going below average, but, I mean, and you're really below. Yeah. You know, two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there was just so much of it. I see that, it. There was just so you much know. of it that was so irritating. In, uh, I agree. In, in how just yeah ludicrously obvious it yeah. was, you know. And then you know, one of the killer parts to me too was uh, they're, they're fighting on the train, yeah. and her brother, you know, actually did club this guy yeah. who was about to kill him. But then someone's about to kill his sister, and he just stands there. He drops goes, the club. And he's like, he yeah. just stands there and goes, look, that dude's going to kill you. Right. That sucks. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you even trying to say? Yeah. Now? I mean, it was, yeah. Anyway. I would have I gotten up, dispatched that villain, and thrown my brother off the train. Been like, look, you're not helping anybody but <laughs> right. taking up oxygen. Right. Anyway. All yeah, right. What a bummer. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll be back next week, probably, I guess, with Get Hard. Probably. Uh, and that will be bags of fun. Um, <laughs> please, please share, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, uh, catch us on Stitcher and all that other great stuff. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 
Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Go! Everybody get up! Everybody get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Go! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.